Coming up next is an encore presentation of The Way with Jazz and Tay. Jazz and Tay decided to take a couple weeks off for some much-needed spring break therapy. So we're going to bring to you a show from last month with amazing makeup artist Kendra Springer. Enjoy. Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls, Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another Thursday morning and another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. Hey, good morning. Welcome to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. It's your girl Jazz and Shantae. And we also have another very special guest with us this week to continue our Women's History Month celebration. We've got makeup artist Kendra Springer in studio. Say what's up, girl. Hello, hello. (laughs) She's already bringing the energy, so I know today's going to be a good one. Um, so let's give you a quick, um, like, what, so we just went down? Yeah, that's right. Let's intro Kendra. Intro away. <laughs> so Kendra is a Seattle-based professional conscious beauty makeup artist and one of the few in the area. She creates looks from natural and dewy to bold and colorful, all with non-toxic products. She previously was a MAC makeup artist and competed on American Beauty Star with Ashley Graham. Love her. Totally love her. She's a gem. Um, uh, so beautiful. Isn't she? Yes. 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 <laughs> gorgeous. However, her diagnosis with endometriosis led her to switch to cleaner products, proving that you don't have to sacrifice your health for beauty. She currently coordinates makeup looks for fashion, beauty, editorial, bridal, and demonstrates a range of tutorials on her growing Instagram page. Recently, clean beauty has been linked to far-right thinking and conspiracy theories. So we'll talk to Kendra about this and why she uses the title Conscious Beauty and why that's important. I love it. I know, me too. Um, So now that you guys know a little bit more about our guest, here's what you can expect in today's episode. Take it away. So outside of interviewing Kendra about Conscious Beauty and all that fun stuff, we're also going to play an icebreaker as always. We're going to play Would You Rather today. It's going to be... Perfectly themed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then we're going to interview Kendra. We're going to talk to her, of course, about conscious beauty. Um, We're really going to kind of like, it's just going to be a full length interview today. We're kind of picking your, yeah, we're kind of picking your brain. There's no real like hot topic today because there's a lot to cover with with you. So, yes, um, we've actually talked to someone else about clean beauty and we're really excited to kind of, well, that's with her, we talked about clean beauty. (laughs) And so we're kind of, um, new to this, but we also know a little bit, and so it's interesting to have you come on, and we're interested to talk about this clean versus conscious and what yes. that's all about. Mm-hmm. So we are really excited to talk about that and to you know give our listeners a taste because I know when we started the clean beauty, sorry, I'm just gonna say it until you we say right. it it's conscious. right. Yeah. It's not like okay. a, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's not taboo. Beauty. Started it's not a kind taboo of like word. doing this yeah. whole clean beauty journey. Yes. I know a lot yes. of our listeners were saying, "Wow, like I didn't even know this was a thing, yeah. or that it was something that I had to think about," which I think is kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Of the movement in and of itself. So, mm-hmm. again, I'm really excited to talk to you more about Conscious Beauty and to see, like, some black-owned brands mm-hmm. and how the um, industry itself is kind of, like, supporting inclusivity and all of that. Yeah, yeah. But. So important. Enough of the jib-jab and the paperwork. Let's uh, play an icebreaker. <laughs> Let's have some fun. <laughs> I can't help it. Every time I hear the song, I want I dance. I, I always do like I a do little like this jig, little head yeah, thing. <laughs> like or the twist. You yeah, know? feels right. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna play a quick round of Would You Rather. 
Okay. So I'm so nervous. Yeah. So again, <laughs> it's going to be kind of like beauty like minded. Okay, so cool. it's, hopefully you're going to have to make some tough calls here. Okay. Oh, okay. Go with your gut. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm prepared. Okay. So the first one is, would you rather have to go without lashes or brows? Oh, lashes. I would rather go without Very lashes. confident with the answer. Right. Yeah, that was so easy. <sighs> brows just frame your face. Mm-hmm. So it's so important to have a solid brow. You know, Great answer. Yeah. Great answer. Yeah. <laughs> answer. We Thank were, you, Benny. We <laughs> were talking about that last night. We were like, what would be really comparable? Because, like, you know, both make huge differences. Such big differences. But, like, uh, what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg? She doesn't yes. have eyebrows. No. She doesn't have eyebrows. I've learned she that can get not away too with long it. ago. I was like, you're right. For all the years we've seen right, her like in Sister doesn't. Act and then nothing. That's so crazy. I watched like all the Sister Acts during right. quarantine. Yeah. And you're right. She has no she brows. She hasn't like tried yeah. to tattoo she them. No. She's rare, ladies. And here's like, the thing. It's a like, rare, I f- rare one. I feel like she doesn't really grow hair. Like, I don't think okay. it was like a a call that she made. Right. I think she just yeah. like had very thin hair there and just kind of like, whatever. Her personality <laughs> is so far in front of her face. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. what we're caught with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shantae, next that one. Answer. Um, would you rather have a five-year-old do your makeup or, oh wait, I skipped to the next one, sorry. <laughs> or have your significant other do your makeup? Ooh. I would actually rather have Nate do my makeup because he... He pays attention to detail with makeup. It's really funny. Like, after I do a look, he's like, are you wearing your number 48 lashes? I'm like, Whoa! you are such a nerd at heart. Hey, nothing wrong with that. He knows Way to go. so much job, about Nate. makeup. He loves job, it. So, That's actually very impressive. Yeah, yes. I love that. I was kind of thinking that. that that would be the case. I'm yes. like, I mean. If you do makeup, I feel like he probably sits around and watches and yeah, right. Pick, picks something a few up. things up. Yeah, yeah he's sure. a cr- he's creative as well. Yeah. So I'm oh. like, not that he could draw necessarily, but I think he could do it. We should do it. <laughs> you we like walk? I was just gonna say, you guys should do, do like a video. Nate, like Nate, sure my, my boyfriend does my makeup. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be like no. You walk by Nate. You walk by Nate in the morning. He's like, mm-mm. You better go back. Not happening. Put the 47s on. That's my girl. That's my girl. (laughs) It's funny because, like, with me and both of my relationships, like, both of them know that I was very, like, into beauty and makeup and stuff. They could care less. They could care less about the process and, you know, what I'm using and stuff. There's, "Eh, I guess you look great. I mean, I don't know. Right. You don't even need all of that. Right. That's always, you don't need uh, that. But I want all of it. Insecurity issues now. I'm like, it is not about you. Exactly. (laughs) It is about me. (laughs) Um, I want to wear orange lipstick for me. This (laughs) reminds me of a meme that Megan sent me this morning. I just wanted to read it because it's perfect. And it says, I regret teaching my boyfriend about makeup I made a snarky comment to him and he goes first of all blend your contour before you come for me like that. <laughs> so that would be the downfall to that how funny I know right don't come for me okay yeah, I'm right? sorry I got uh, I got ready in the dark like, I feel attacked right I, I feel, feel so attacked if my boyfriend came for me like that like whoa. blend your contour <laughs> I love that that's a good one all right next would you rather would you rather go to bed with a full face of makeup or unexpectedly go swimming with a full face of makeup? Ugh. I would definitely go swimming with a full face of makeup. Sleeping in your makeup is so horrible for your skin. Amen. Like, horrible for your skin. And then it seeps. And the your- linens. And thank you, Benny. That's what I was going to say. Saying, a pillow in your linens. No go. It's just I don't want to so see it either. Gnarly. It's like your face is on the pillow. Literally. It's Why so it funny there? how I like. 
would intentionally, I feel like, sometimes go to sleep with my makeup on because I'd be like, well, if I sleep okay enough, tomorrow if it looks all right, I won't have to do too much touching up. Maybe just re-bring my liner. Jazz, those are the college days. I was going to say, that was like in my prime, yes. When you're in college, you're like, I'm going to make this just Mm -hmm. last. Good call. Yes. Mm -hmm. It only works if you're drier. Like, I'm so oily, so Um, I had no chance for that. um, In college, I was like a pretty sleeper, so I could wake up and like it would look untouched. My friends are like, how do you still look good? And I'm like, Yes. No. He's <laughs> like, I'm just magical. Okay? Yeah. I'm like, here to magic. Did you say a pretty sleeper? <laughs> yes. That's good. All right. Yes. Now we'll need a video of Shantae's sleeper. I know. It's right? just like, so she's creepy. not a beast. Super good looking and a smile. I'm so pretty. Look at her sleeping. Oh my okay, so the next one. This one's a little like interesting to me, but would you rather have clear skin for life? Or win $5 million, but have to deal with bad skin for the like rest of your life. Like bad, uncontrollable, no Ugh. amount of product This is a hard that. one. Mm. <laughs> hmm. I think I would take the money, because I'm so good at covering acne. Oh, I specialize okay. in acne-prone skin. So. Oh, okay. She's got that skill. Yes. Um, it, I mean, it's so tricky. Texture yeah. and makeup just do not go hand in hand. I think I'd take the money. Yeah, I think I would. I mean, is there really any, like, bad skin problem that couldn't be fixed with, like, the right dermatologist? Or, like, is there stuff that's like, yeah, you're going to have that for life, for real? Oh, I don't know. I mean, cystic acne? I don't know. I'm sure we're going to dive into skin later. So I have so, I'm like, oh, this is such a loaded topic. (laughs) Okay, okay. so many details. We'll we'll pin that. We can pin that. (laughs) Pin that for later. But yes, I'd take the money. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather cut your own bangs or scrape off your own gel manicure? Oh, I'd rather trim my bangs. I hate taking my gel manicure off. Oh, really? Don't do it. Don't think about it. And it's like, I'm such like a I'm like not like a picker but kind of a picker. I'm like no, it's not Once perfect one starts, anymore, mm-hmm. right? And it's so bad to like scrape it off on your own, and it takes so much longer when you do it on yourself. On your, yeah. Have you ever cut your own bangs before? Yes. Recently. Okay, so it's funny you get onto bangs because my best friend Jackie cuts and colors my hair, mm-hmm. and I've been like wanting to go short with like a long fringe bang. I'm Ooh, craving a bang, ladies. Yeah. I had bangs for years. This forehead is like. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. So, like, <laughs> That's what I do. I like to hide my forehead with my bangs. It's like bulbousy. It like curves back and they like burn in the sun. So I'm like, let's just like Come on, let's hide it. Let's hide it. Um, but I can trim hair pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a major cut though. Oh my God, no. <laughs> I, when I had to cut wigs on the show, I'm like, oh God, this is like Jackie. And they're like, this is how you cut hair real quick right before you go. And I was like, whoa. Okay, thanks. Okay, yeah. Crash course in hair cutting. Right. Oh, <laughs> thank you. So scary. Thank God it was wigs, right? <laughs> um, ooh, would you rather accidentally burn your hair off with the curling wand or accidentally burn your hair off from chemicals? Like bleach. I think it sucks either way. Oh. Right. I mean, either way, you're where are you winning here. in this? <laughs> yeah, oh, like, man. If, yeah, that's hard. Probably the wand, because if my hair is being burned off by chemicals, it's being burned off by someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone doesn't know what they're doing and they're yeah. burning. I mm-hmm. see that with clients. I'm like, yeah. they're poor hair. 
Um, it can definitely happen. God, that's hard because I don't want either of those. Right? I know, right? And I feel oh. like the chemical burn might like make it so that your hair doesn't even grow back. It's hard. It's really hard to recover from that. Like yeah. drying your hair like that, oh, that having it grow me. and get healthy. That's like, I'll take the wand. Yeah. I would yeah. too because then you have a chance of maybe fixing it at some yeah. point. Yeah. Or yeah. like burn so much of the area. I was it might just there's be more one coverage. Exactly. Like with yeah. the wand, you're probably just worried about that section. one strand. Yeah. Yes. Whereas with the chemical, you're probably yeah. your hair it's all over. Mm. <laughs> or it's you can't yeah. get it out fast. Right. I saw a whole bunch of videos that people were doing like throughout quarantine of like at home bleaching and stuff. And then trying to like, like, oh, it didn't lift light enough. Let's do it again. No. And like bleaching oh. their hair. <laughs> From our expert. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like having like, like sweating it. right now. I'm so upset. <laughs> like two to three times and then having it, you know, how it kind of uh, gets matted. Yes. And it's just, yeah. And then at the end of it, they really do end up being like, okay, well, you know, I'm either going to have to go and get this all cut off yeah. or yeah. try to deal yeah. with it. Deal yeah. with it. Yes. And. No. I'm just, I've I've had many mistakes. <laughs> I've learned the hard way. I'm going to go to professionals as yes. far as my hair care Do goes. Do not bleach your hair at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing for you. <laughs> okay, here's another good one. Would you rather only be able to wear a neutral lip color for the rest of your life or never be able to remove your red lip? Oh, oh. neutral lip. I'm such, like, I feel 100% myself when I'm in a nude lip. Uh-huh. Always have been. Okay. I love me a little color moment. But color for me, I love on the eyes versus the lip. It mm. depends. It depends. But, yes, I'm such a nude lip gal. So, I like not that. being able to remove red lips would just right. be yeah. sewing. It doesn't go and then with like, everything. And then I kind of, like, overthought it. And I was like, well, what if I, like, could I conceal over it and then try to do, like, you know, like, you try could. to hide it and stuff? That way it's just, like, then it would just look cakey. <laughs> then you're like, like, now I have ten layers <laughs> of yes, lips. Yes. <laughs> Are yeah. your lips chapped, <laughs> Very chapped, actually. I have a permanent stain on with concealer. <laughs> like, it's a hot mess on these lips. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, so now this next question is actually not a would-you-rather question, but still fun. Um, so, if you only had four items to pull off a sleigh, what are the four items you choose to use? Four items off a sleigh. Like, anything in the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's even, like, you have five five minutes to get ready, but what are you the have to look mm-hmm. good. What are the mm. four things that you're like, I can't leave out the house without this? Yeah. It's browse. like stranded on a desert island type thing. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird. At first, I thought of my French bulldog. I was like, oh, I'd bring her on my <laughs> play for sure. <laughs> I need Sophie. I need Sophie. She's my, like, best Not like an <laughs> actual play. Yes. <laughs> she would not do well pulling it anyway. That'd be so terrible. Can you Rephrase the question. <laughs> um, I would definitely, because, like, usually, like, a prime look, I'll do brows. Let's see. Brow pencil, mascara, eyelash curler. Lip gloss and blush. Was that five? That was five. That works yeah. though. That works though. I'll give you okay. The... Covering your base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Cool. Or you could do bronzer instead. Because you of got blush, a little bit depending of depending on your vibe. Yeah. Color. I would always need something for my face because I my face gets so pale. I'm always like, okay, let me throw something on these cheeks. You yes. know, that's the one thing for me. I'm always like, oh. You need a little, you know, you need a little color them. in your life. Yeah. Old school. <laughs> Pinch them. Pinch my cheeks. All right, so that was um, our icebreaker. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. Um, I Makes- feel like some of these were kind of, like, easy. Um, I felt like they were going to be harder than that. But right. it's like some of them it was like, no, nah, like, I think 
with the wand one, like the burning your hair off, like I'd rather burn just a section of my hair than like my whole head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I've had that actually happen to me once when I was younger. I had this hairstyle that I would do, which it's funny thinking about it now, but you know those, um, what are they called? I think they're called like Hasidic Jewish people. The ones that have like yes. the, the curly Oh my gosh, I'm ha- watching Unorthodox. Okay, so yes. they have that like style where they have like the two kind of like curls. curls. Mm-hmm. And I had in like fifth grade, I would do these like little twists on my hair. Yes. And then I would rubber band them here and then I would curl what, would have, what was ever like left over. Yeah. And it was actually like a cute look. But in order for me to get the curls to stay, I would like put a bunch of hairspray in it. Ah. Thus entering the issue of yeah. breaking off my hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I just let it stay in there, you know, a little bit too long. It was mm-hmm. it was snap do it. it was snap, crackle and pop in. <laughs> And just broke off. Yep. So I had to, that was the last time I think I wore my hair like that because it didn't even, it was off balance at that point. It needed to grow back. Yeah. But I did that to myself. I was like nine. Who gave me a curling iron at nine? Right. I I had a, I have a chemical burn story, but I don't want to tell it. But when we were talking about that one, I was like, I already know I want the curling one. Yeah. Because like that is the worst. You can't just tease the listener. Right? So basically, (laughs) (laughs) back in the day, and this is really my like call to action. If you're not natural and you're still getting relaxers, go natural, ladies. Okay. Uh, I was still getting relaxers back in like middle school and. One day, um, I was getting a relaxer, and I was the type of person that would just let it burn. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to, like, wait it out because I need my hair to get real straight. I'm tough. Yeah. I can do it. Well, it bit me in the butt because, um, you know, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hey, like, it's burning. I kind of need it to come off now. And she's like, all right, let's go. And her yeah. daughter comes up to the front of the salon and is like, um, Mom, the water's turned off. And I was like, <gasps> No. What? Panic that is insane. Oh my gosh. Oh when no. I tell you guys I've never been through anything this traumatic before, like I was like, we had to like change locations, but on the way there, I'm just crying. Like, oh, mom, it hurts so bad. No. I think all my hair is going to fall out. Like, it was so Poor bad. Thing. And she's like crying with me because she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm you're so helpless. Like, like, your pain. Uh, like, do we have water in the car? Right. Is there anything that we can do right now? I, grab, I grabbed the water out of the toilet. I was going to say, <laughs> I dipped my okay. head in the I'm going to hold your legs, girl. We're going to dunk you. Yes. Yes. Dunk Give you. me a swirly. Yes. Yes. What Why not? We do? But, desperate yeah. times. That was probably the worst thing I've ever been through. But like, yeah, I am that like, pain. I can't even imagine. Oh it's, my gosh! And it's out of the. It was out of your control. Yeah. It was out of their control. Their control like, like, nobody knew. And oh, yeah. I was just like ah, panicked. Okay, so. now what's your horror hair story? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh your turn. Oh man. I don't know if I have any. You do. You're thinking. I'm. I you're know. searching. I'm trying to think about like the sun in days when we'd put like oh. sun in in our hair and it would turn our hair like orange. Mm-hmm. Or when my mom tried to box dye my hair. No, I do have one. There we go. I Told you. Seventh ding, grade. Ding, ding. Wanted highlights so bad. I was like so in love with Mary Kate and Ashley. I was like, I oh need, yes, I need these low light moments, yes. right? <laughs> they literally turned me like Shantae's hair color, but with a purple tone <gasps> under fluorescence. Oh, and I'm blonde, you guys. Yeah. So I went from like, <laughs> it, I looked in the mirror and I was horrified. Oh, I, no. She's like, it will lighten when you shampoo. And I was like, mm, <laughs> not at all what I showed you. This is like pretty much brunette black with a purple undertone to it. Right. And I wanted like honey blonde moments Yeah, that's here. what I'm like, that it, 
thinking of Mary Kate and Ashley and how their hair looked. When they were younger. That doesn't make sense. No, it was horrifying. And so that's how I ended up finding like my colorist who had done my mom and I's hair for like 15 years. Mm -hmm. Horrifying like Jean Rez moment, but she saved my hair Mm. because my mom was supposed to go on a business trip. I'm like, I cannot go to school like this. Yeah, you're like, mom, help me. (laughs) Literally (laughs) not recognize me. I looked like a different person. My hair is naturally pretty dark. Oh, my God. Oh, it was so scary. Mm, Because that takes so long. Like, when you are blonde and you go that dark. Yeah. Like, to get back takes a long time. Because, like, what you're saying. Don't you have to, like, strip it or something? Or no? Pretty much. But you can't, like, what we were saying with bleaching at home. You can't just keep lightening your hair like that. It's overprocessed. So, it was, that was my one traumatizing experience. Ugh, at least it was, wow. you know, you got it out of the way then. Yes. You know? and no more. Do you still go to that same stylist that fixed yeah, your hair? Yeah, I bounce back and forth. It's so nice. Like, my best friend does hair. Right. And during, like, quarantine, it's like. Easy. Yep. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's um, quality hey, time. Yeah, you, right. Done. When you come yeah. over today, can you bring your shears, too? Because yeah. I need a trim. So. <laughs> That's someone you have to keep in your pocket. Right. Right? right? Jackie's can't, good. She's yeah, you can't, lose, you can't lose that so. person. Love her. Yeah. Alrighty, so we are going to jump into a quick two to three minute break before we dive into some more of this clean versus conscious beauty talk. So stay tuned, you guys. You are listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Studio 143, a spot where we can make our content our way. With an identity rooted in community and culture, Studio 143 is a place where local and non-local creatives can fellowship and create. While primarily an event space, Studio 143 has all the audio equipment you'll need. Whatever the task may be, Studio 143's got you covered. Learn more about the studio by visiting their Instagram at studio underscore 143 underscore primed. I'm Nathan Mum, and I'm the host of Tech Time Radio. Saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m., you can listen to our show live. The hosts cover top tech stories with a funny spin. That's good. So, what, like, Hooked on phonics worked for you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Grab your weekly technology without having to geek out. Yeah, I can imagine. Only on Tech Time Radio on 1150 AM KKNW. We talk technology for the everyday common person. This message is from the National Council on Aging. Adults over age 60 are at higher risk for the COVID-19 coronavirus because they may have weaker immune systems or chronic health conditions. The Centers for Disease Control recommends older adults avoid crowds and people who are sick. Wash your hands and disinfect surfaces often. Keep a two-week supply of food and medicine on hand. Learn more at ncoa.org. Looking for a new way to start your mornings with current events and trending topics? Hey, y'all. It's your girls Jasmine and Shantae from The Way with Jazz and Tay, your new favorite weekly morning show. Catch us every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. where we'll be bringing you fun icebreakers to kick off your morning, reviews to inform your day, and all the new music. Again, catch us, your new favorite duo, Jasmine and Shantae, every Thursday from 7 to 8 a.m. Keep up with us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you on Thursday. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Coming up next is an encore presentation of The Way with Jazz and Tay. Jazz and Tay decided to take a couple weeks off for some much-needed spring break therapy. So we're going to bring to you a show from last month with amazing makeup artist Kendra Springer. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Before the break, we did a quick intro of our guest, Kendra. And we also played a fun Would You Rather. Um, during the break, we had a fun conversation about crazy like hair stories and surprisingly, even Chris Brown. But <laughs> I'm not going to dive into that. <laughs> but 
both Kendra and I love Chris Brown very secretly, um, <gasps> but Obviously. just made that announcement. <laughs> so, I was like, so I don't know how secret it is. Now everyone knows. Secret yes, no you more. outed us. <laughs> secret no more. <laughs> I'm going down. I'm going to take you with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'll go with you, girl. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into our interview of the week with Kendra. So we are going to discuss kind of like, you know, your journey to conscious clean beauty, um, the, you know, clean versus conscious, all that kind of stuff. We're going to pick your brain. We're even going to talk about Ashley Graham and that beauty star stuff because I want to know all about that. Yeah, like, what is she like? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tay, do you want to kick it off? Sure. So um, let's just like start with like where your, you know, your conscious beauty journey started um, I know earlier when we introduced you, um, we talked a little bit about like the endometriosis and mm-hmm. um, I feel like a lot of people go through something kind of like, I want to say traumatic, Yeah, but they find something out with their health and like that kind of yeah. leads to this. So um, on a larger scale, like is that the reason that you came into this conscious beauty like industry um, or was it just completely separate? No, I mean, that's entirely true. Um, We had been, like, on the fence about endometriosis for me for years. Mm. My grandma had it, so you're, like, 90% likely to have it a family member does. Mm. Okay. Um, There wasn't as much knowledge as there is now about endo. Mm -hmm. So I just, my health just started declining. It was actually right after the show. I don't know if it was the stress from the show that just really triggered it Um, endometriosis affects your entire body so it's just it's an intense inflammatory disease so the stress I think from the show just kind of triggered it so we were just I I was trying everything I was working with like a hormone coach to help me like maybe it was just my hormones were imbalanced right um and she was the one that she was like well have you looked into I mean it's not like if I wear L'Oreal mascara, I'm not going to die. It's right, not right, going right, to like right. exasperate, you know, make it so much worse for my endo. But looking into, I mean, I've been in the cosmetic industry for 15 years now. Wow. And so I'm wearing that on my face every single day right. when I worked at MAC as well. I cut back on, it's just like, you know, a chef when they go Of home. course, you yeah. Know, they don't want to yeah. do a ton of makeup yeah. or cook. So it's kind of similar for me. Um, so I just started looking into ingredients and I'd kind of known about the green space a little bit Mm -hmm. it was nowhere near where it is now I never would have been able to make this transition maybe like seven years ago it just I would have had to sacrifice texture even seven years ago yeah longevity color like color is a big thing for me I'm like can I are there color options for every skin tone which is so important for me yeah Um, and it took me about like seven months of testing it's when you're a makeup artist products right. are all kind of very similar in how they you know respond to the skin and so it's just basically trial and error so i just started looking into more ingredients and researching more brands and i was like cool i think i can do this and i yeah. switched my kit fully over did you do it like overnight was it like a trash everything and then or was it kind of like a slow process it was a slow process um and then once brands started sending me product, that was a lot easier oh, yeah. to transition right. over. Like, <laughs> Kosis was like, we're going to send you our whole line. I'm like, oh, this is Please do. Yeah. Like, that, that's when I started able to, like, really switch over. Because it's not, like, I didn't feel comfortable using Mac and all the brands I used to love yeah. on my clients if I wasn't using it on myself. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think ask. it's, it's you're so right, Shantae. Like, when you are have, like, an inflammatory disease, it's like. You don't want to aggravate it, yeah. right? You know, like yes. whatever you can do to yeah. try to minimize. And it's all about balance. And yeah. Balance, but definitely it was a health scare. So, yeah. right. 
And and how long ago was that that you kind of made that transition? It's been two years now, mm-hmm. and the green space has changed a lot. A lot, just in the yeah. Two years, yeah. It's kind of wild. It's funny that you say that, just because like you know, even thinking about how you were saying, like even just seven years ago, it was kind of hard to find like a wide a range or variety of stuff like that. And yeah. I remember for me in high school, there was a PCC across the street from my school. Mm-hmm. And the only time that I would see like makeup products and stuff that were clean and stuff is was in their like beauty yes. section. They had a whole bunch of like different stuff. And for me, I was always kind of like, you know, I'm always into makeup. So I was always like, ooh, yay. But it was so expensive. So expensive. And I was like, well, I guess I'm never like, this. I'll never be able to do this or whatever yeah. because it's going to break me. Like, I'm going to go broke trying to buy this stuff. But again, that was in like 2010, 2011. Yeah. You know, that was in high school for me. So hearing just that makes me feel much more better and excited about it. I was like, mm, I might right? not break the bank making this transition. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was a worry for me because it's definitely more cost effective. Like, it costs a little yeah. bit more. And I was like, are these indie brands going to have pro programs? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mac, you get, like, 40% off to, like, stack your kit. And so right. the majority, I just went through and I like, emailed, like, 20, 30 brands. And the majority of them all do. So I was like, okay, this is way more, like, achievable for me now to, like, switch over as well, which was a big factor because cost, yeah. I was going to say, do you think that's a common misconception about yeah, talk conscious about, beauty? Yeah, talk about um, that. Is the cost. Yeah, and I think that's where the space has a lot of growth because when it comes to inclusivity, that's a huge part of it. And that's mm-hmm. anything with holistic. Yeah. Insurance doesn't cover holistic mm-hmm. alternatives. Mm-hmm. So you're paying, like a naturopath doctor is like average at least 300 an hour. Like right. who can afford that? Just for right. more natural care. Yes. Like, yeah. So it's it's really hard. There's some great brands. Like I never would have been able to do all the color I do without like Samoa Beauty. Mm-hmm. Just funny because Nate showed me Samoa. Your boyfriend, yes, Nate, the makeup see, expert. The makeup expert. <laughs> he yeah. loves Liza, and we love Liza, and so she's their like spokesperson yeah. for the brand. And same I think we need to bring Nate on the show, right? right? Yeah, Nate, you, Nate's the goat. You have a seat. You have a seat, Nate. Yes. So they're more like their target demographic is definitely more teens, but their color crayons, like their makeup, is fire. Like I use it on shoots and editorial, and it's super cost effective. Mm-hmm. Like you can get like a crayon for like nine ninety nine at yeah. Target. Which is I love that. Yeah, it's Which, starting to happen. Now that I think about it, it makes sense because like aren't MAC lipsticks like seventeen bucks? Are yes. they like, you know, and yes. I seventeen dollars towards like, you know, a couple of those lip crayons or whatever mm-hmm. could make a big difference, you know? Yeah. Okay. Like I'm For over sure. here plotting. I've got um, a whole bunch of like makeup stuff that I've told myself I'm not buying any new makeup unless I use up like what I have. Yes, like, I'm forcing and that's what you myself to. Mm-hmm. And then like I just ran out of moisturizer, so I'm like, okay, now this is where I'm gonna try to find some like something clean or conscious to use yeah. now that I'm totally out of it. So that's what I recommend. It can be so overwhelming. You just want to like gut everything yes. and start over. But I'm like, use what you have. It's fine, and just slowly transition if mm-hmm. you want to. Yeah. Um, to touch a little bit more on your endometriosis journey, um, you know, you did have surgery recently. Yes. Um, glad that you're, everything went well and that mm-hmm. you're up and at them. I remember seeing that on Instagram and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it's like, is she okay? Yeah. But I understand now. It all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like talk about that journey. Why the like surgery for the endometriosis and kind of like how was how was it actually really affecting you on a day-to-day basis like living with that and dealing with that yeah I mean endo is such a wild 
wild beast because it affects everyone very differently. Mm -hmm. And it takes an average of 10 years for women to get diagnosed. Really? OBGYNs have no idea what endometriosis is the majority of the time. Like, and it's really hard to find specialists. I'm like, you are I'm a so female upset. doctor. That's Why do right. you not know about female disease? I just you know? Feel like all doctors are like, try this and yeah. it doesn't come back. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I I naturally have mistrust in medical professionals mm -hmm. just because of my experience with endo. I've just been put on birth control or when I was 21 they're like you have diverticulitis and I'm like mm, at 21 <laughs> That's a hard to know. So but I mean everyday life like I said it affects everyone different. I think when I started seeing I mean, the period pain. Yeah. It's like laboring, yeah. but more intensely. Like you're blacking out, you've oh broken out in cold sweats. Like I'm not going to go into all the right, right. gory details. Yeah. But it was like horrifying. I had to plan my life around it. And then when your body is just constantly in that kind of stress and pain, it just causes more chronic inflammation everywhere. So basically, if you guys don't know what endometriosis is, it's similar lining to your uterine lining that grows outside of your body so when you have a period it bleeds like your period but it has nowhere to go so it's just mm, living in that bod no and it can grow all the way up into your lungs oh my god oh girls can get nosebleeds i was fortunate that i'm considered stage two where it kind of just it was in the outlining tissue of like that whole area yeah. um and then I had adenomyosis, which that's hard. Like endo, you can remove. Mm -hmm. So it's called, the gold standard for it is excision surgery. Okay. And honestly, you want to get it when you're a young girl. Okay. Because that is so kind build. of like setting you up for success. But it goes misdiagnosed right. for so long. Yeah. So like your health just progressively, for me, it was just getting worse. And it was, now I have like such intense like dietary restrictions, like digestion is so hard and mm. mental health, like anxiety. Mm. I don't suffer really from depression, but that's really common. Sleep, it's just like such a beast to deal with. So excision surgery is gold standard where you remove the endo lesions. But for me, I also had adenomyosis. So that's where it is literally in the muscle of oh, your man. uterus. You can't remove it. You yeah. can't biopsy it. It creates its own like blood pools. It thickens the lining. The only way to cure it is through a hysterectomy. Mm. And so that was part of my surgery. Mm -hmm. I had the endo and the hysterectomy mm -hmm. as well. Um, we're not going to have kids, I don't think. And you know, there's yeah. other ways to start a family. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and pain. It's such a hot topic talking about hysterectomies. As yeah, a woman, I, especially I was at like, my age. oh my gosh, how do you feel about like having just shared all? Yeah, podcast, I was like, oh my god. I just—it's important for girls to know. It's like, yeah, there's just so much little information about endo. And I mean, and at mm. the end of the day, why sacrifice, you know, your health, health. and the yeah. health of your body to pre preserve something like that—that that is only a potential, or like, you know, just exactly. yeah, no. And, and I for, definitely and for partners too to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's the age. You know, Nate sounds like a goat. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So it's. I mean, you don't want to... I tried every natural of alternative yeah. before surgery. And then it just got to the point. I'm like, I need surgery. Yeah. I've tried everything. Diet, exercise, supplementation, like birth control, like everything. You name it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm 33. This girl's got to live pain free. You know, <laughs> like it's time. So... That was a good jingle, by the way. 
<laughs> so I it was it. What was pain it? free since 33. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I was like, what was it? That's Sorry. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, like I went there. <laughs> but I went I there. Like Sorry. So how, no, have you, okay. how have you been feeling the last you know month or so since? Like, what Have you noticed a big difference? Or what's the recovery been like? The recovery is more challenging. It's so, so naive. I think I was so um, focused on being pain free. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, when you have like the majority of your lady bits removed, like hormones and things like that are gonna take mm-hmm. time to adjust. Okay. I was lucky to still keep my ovaries. Mm-hmm. So basically they're like sleeping, they're dormant, so they're not producing hormones. Mm-hmm. So I'm like experiencing a temporary little mini menopause. Gotcha. Which is, like it's so wild. Interesting. But I'm pain like I don't have right. adenomyosis exactly. anymore. So right. it's just gonna take my body and I'm such a busy bee, so it's like all right, let's get this going. But it's going to take my body a while to fully like, like adjust. Fully adjust. Yeah. So it's a process. That's incredible. But I don't regret it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's actually very interesting because I didn't understand or realize that endometriosis was something that hasn't necessarily been like explored or that, you know, mis- the misdiagnosis because I feel like I've only really heard about it, you know, being talked about in the medical field maybe the last like few years. It wasn't yeah. something that I feel like, you know, oh, endometriosis this, endometriosis that. And then coming to find out that more and more people actually really do suffer deal with that it. and suffer from that. It's yeah. Like one in 10 women. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. It yeah. makes me wonder, like, um, I don't still have any issues like that, but I used to have really, really bad like period cramps when I was younger and stuff like yeah. that, like dizzying and all that nausea. And I was like, is that something that like was that like the beginning is that of something normal? like I right? Is that normal? was like yes, that yeah, is. yeah, it's not normal. I'm like, should I, I be dizzy? Right. Oh yeah, it's like, hard. Uh, when I hear people that are like, oh yeah, like it's light, it's whatever, and then I go about my week, I'm like, what? Yours is light? I'm out. Excuse right? me. Right, I was always out for the first three days. At yeah, least. and like bedridden now. Yeah. yeah, and it's so hard to work. Mm-hmm. Like it takes over your life. Yeah, like I'd have to pain. like get get out of school and stuff. Uh, Being a woman is really easy, you guys. Right, you <laughs> right. know, it's a walk in so the park. Easy. So easy. <laughs> um, I want to say first and foremost, thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. story. That was extremely powerful, more and way more than I thought we were gonna get. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, but let's kind of shift it before you know we go into another break and then come back, obviously. But. Um, what what has been the evolution of non-toxic beauty? I feel like we kind of talked about it in yeah. the beginning, but um, really, like, you know who kicked it off? But, like, how did it all get started? Was it, like, one day somebody was like, you know what, we need clean products or, you know. Or, or like, was it... somebody decided to probably become, like, a champion of yeah. their, like, influencer yeah. type or something. Like, I mean, Juice Beauty here? has definitely been one of, like. Juice Beauty? Yes. Juice Beauty, They're okay. more skincare focused. They do have some excellent makeup products as well. I love Juice Beauty, but they are like the OG for clean skincare. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because you had brands like Origins that like, or Aveda that claim to be mm-hmm. very okay. more non-toxic. And it's what we call greenwashing, where it's really not. So okay, they say one thing, but then you read the ingredients and yeah. it's really another thing. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom was a product developer for Garden okay. Botanica. It was like a more natural-esque line, like in the 90s. So she has been like a wealth of knowledge ingredient wise because you know so much about ingredients. Yeah. So we always have had that conversation in ingredients and she always tried to pick better, more conscious ingredients back in her GB days. But mm-hmm. it's definitely like what you're saying, it's evolved so much. It was more like, you know, like not good color payoff, yeah, like kind of like dusty. Oh. Just like That's the one was, thing. A lot yeah. of it was like 
powdery, st- powdered mm-hmm. stuff, and you know, not very good coverage. And like touching on that same kind of like trans, you know, transition of non-toxic, the the color palettes and stuff. Like, what did like finding, yeah, glittery. finding good pigments and stuff yeah. for your bright, colorful looks. Like, that's one thing that I noticed across the board. Even now, as I'm looking at more clean brands, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of palettes that have bold and bright colors. I see yeah. a lot of like nudes or like yeah. shimmer pinks. I see a lot of like rosy pinks, kind of like. But I also, I'm really new. I'm yeah. probably not looking at like a lot of the right places. But it's hard to find, and you want to. I mean, I went on Target the other day and I was looking at their clean. I'm like, you said Elf is like a clean brand. Elf isn't a clean brand. Or like NYX. Like those oh, are clean brands. Even I know that. Even <laughs> right. I know that. But maybe some person wouldn't, you know? Some consumer could be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to take it. That's why because Target clean beauty is such a hard topic. I see. Yeah. Right. Um, Interesting. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm not- <laughs> um, one thing I do want to ask too is like mm-hmm. because both of us like I have eczema, Shantae suffers from psoriasis. Mm-hmm. We both we both suffer from chronic skin. No, I'm living <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so skin stuff's hard. Um, and kind of like you know, especially now when I was talking about I'm out of moisturizer. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend for someone who does have mm-hmm. sensitive skin and who gets? frequent eczema breakouts like on their face and and skin and also for someone maybe with psoriasis yeah tower 28 is actually a really killer line Mm -hmm. um they are recognized by the eczema association really yeah they're tower 28 yeah they're get their sos spray so their whole line is made for sensitive skin even even if you have like rosacea if you're acne prone like their sos spray is just killer it just totally calms angry skin okay so i really love tower 28 is great well is a really great brand too i have used that for more like eczema prone skin olay um Waleda. Waleda. okay i was like olay i didn't think Olay. That you would say that i was like, <laughs> right? You're like no, one more time spell it for me w-e-l-e-d-a Waleda is good and it's hard i mean like my mom has rosacea, so mm-hmm. a lot like Juice Beauty, things with like intense essential oils, not your vibe. Okay. okay. A lot of it's trial and error. Yeah. So, I mean, so many people have coconut allergies, which can be really mm. tricky when you're looking into more non-toxic because that is a common ingredient, yeah. coconut oil, coconut butter. So, but if you're like Tower 28 SOS spray, for sure must try. And they're like cheek Oh my gosh! It just that whole brand, I love. No, I'm excited. I'm it's actually really awesome. I'm gonna go definitely like check that out after we get off here because right? I'm ready to like start transitioning as far as that goes. Because yeah, the, my my base, my face has been so dry lately because of wearing the mask and like I've got eczema patches on my cheeks because of all of that. You know, yeah. never before has it been this bad. <laughs> I know, and it's really hard. Like honestly, like your skin is so related to gut health. Like whatever, there's something going on internally when you're starting to see it surface on the skin. Mm -hmm. That was another thing I was like, I've never had acne in my entire life. Mm -hmm. But now I'm in my 30s. I'm like cystic, like hormonal. Like a lot of it for me was because of endo. I have so much inflammation on the inside Mm -hmm. of my body. My skin is like just starting to show that. So cleaning up the (sighs) gut. So let me change my diet too. Okay. (laughs) It's funny because it's like, I've been knowing this and like when we've had our first kind of like conversation about, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll change my diet. No, haven't really, but it does make, I understand that how that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Just healing the gut, honestly, like taking a little break from like processed foods and just Mm -hmm. trying to give the gut a little bit of a break. I mean, it's connected to everything. Our hormones, like mental health, like all of that, but it's so much work. 
Amen. Amen. An American lifestyle is not very hard, right? (laughs) So hard. Love me a burger. Love me fries. Same. I'm a burger junkie. I love burgers. Yeah. Um, On the topic of skin, earlier I had asked, is it really like, is it true that like if you have bad skin that you can have bad skin for life? Or is, you know, I mean, you did say gut health will help you with that, but it's like, is there a way to kind of like make sure outside of um, get health that you could make sure that like your skin is better? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just like it's a whole package. Like if people are like, drink water to help acne. I'm like, well, that's like, yeah, drinking water <laughs> is great, basic, but it's not going to solve your acne problems. <laughs> right. you know? But there's like for me, like I do great skincare. I try to eat as clean as I can, but because of like, my issues with my skin like I need some more like medical service like I Mm. had microneedling done yesterday Mm -hmm. that helps with like scarring and helps with like collagen production like there are other things you can do sometimes skincare is just not enough Mm -hmm. but checking with dermatologists you know trying to find a system that works I don't think anybody ever should have to suffer from skin stuff long term there's definitely always something you can do to help improve it for sure absolutely do we want to jump into a quick two to three minute break so that we can come back? Yes, because I, I don't want to like go short us on time with some of the other stuff that we want to talk about. Absolutely. So. All right. So stay tuned. You guys are listening to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Looking for a new way to start your mornings with current events and trending topics? Hey, y'all. It's your girls, Jasmine. And Shantae from The Way with Jazz and Tay, your new favorite weekly morning show. Catch us every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. where we'll be bringing you fun icebreakers to kick off your morning, reviews to inform your day, and all the new music. Again, catch us, your new favorite duo, Jasmine and Shantae, every Thursday from 7 to 8 a.m. Keep up with us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you on Thursday. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. I'm Nathan Mum, and I'm the host of Tech Time Radio. Saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m., you can listen to our show live. The hosts cover top tech stories with a funny spin. That's good. So, what, like, Hooked on phonics worked for you, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Grab your weekly technology without having to geek out. Yeah, I can imagine. Only on Tech Time Radio on 1150 AM KKNW. We talk technology for the everyday common person. Studio 143, a spot where we can make our content our way. With an identity rooted in community and culture, Studio 143 is a place where local and non-local creatives can fellowship and create. While primarily an event space, Studio 143 has all the audio equipment you'll need. Whatever the task may be, Studio 143's got you covered. Learn more about the studio by visiting their Instagram at studio underscore 143 underscore primed. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Coming up next is an encore presentation of The Way with Jazz and Tay. Jazz and Tay decided to take a couple weeks off for some much-needed spring break therapy. So we're going to bring to you a show from last month with amazing makeup artist Kendra Springer. Enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Before the break, we talked to... 
Kendra about Conscious Beauty and how she started her journey as well as um, talk to her about endometriosis and um, how that's affected her life and kind of helped her to uh, start the journey towards Conscious Beauty. But now we want to talk to her a little bit more about inclusivity and uh, brands for darker skin tones as well as some black owned brands in the space. But first, I'd really like to know, like, what is this controversy around the term clean beauty? Like, yeah. what is it? Clean versus conscious? Like, where did that come from? Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. I mean, it's something I feel like the pandemic obviously has changed so much, mm. but it has definitely affected, I think, the green space and a not so fun way. Yeah. Mm. Clean beauty is really hard because people, I feel like there's always going to be a clash with conventional and holistic, whether mm. it's food mm-hmm. or treatments. It's kind of always been head to head, but clean beauty is hard because it's not regulated technically. So it's like anybody can say like what we were talking about, like the oh, target, like saying elf right. is clean. Understood. Like there's no real specific guideline like to approval process like, like with organic they have clean. that stamp There's yeah like usd organic like, yes like yeah. juice beauty has okay. the stamp for a lot of their products so it's really you're okay. having to weed out so many different products and false claims yeah. so people are like yeah clean beauty is great but is it even as effective i mean i can't tell you how many skincare brands i have been sent to me and I try I'm like this isn't doing uh, anything um, you know so there's like you want to look for like people doing clinical trials like Juice Beauty does clinical trials mm. um, SOS the SOS spray like they have so many testimonials from people who suffer from eczema okay. Okay. and all of that so you really just want to look into and if you have questions like ask the brand yeah like, okay. where are your ingredients sourced from? Like, just because it's natural doesn't mean it's better or more sustainable. Right. You know, like yeah. palm oil or talc is a really big one because it can be traced with asbestos. It's <gasps> very God. expensive to test. So it's not even just about, it's about even if you use these ingredients, have them be safer for us. Yeah. So like here, Weiss is a great example of this. She is a non-toxic line which I love she's a makeup artist and but they use talc in their products but it goes through a really intense screening process versus like mac that uses talc and it's like are you testing for it may or may not like you can reach out to the I've always been curious I'm like I want to reach out to like 15 conventional brands that use talc can be like, do you test? And I just am curious to see what they say because I'm fine with it if it's safe. Yeah. So it's all about the clean beauty space just also kind of what we were talking about with inclusivity. Like, yeah. it can be expensive. Mm-hmm. As far as shade range, mm. it's a huge issue. Yeah. I think I was always spoiled and slightly naive because I worked at MAC. Of course. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's the most inclusive brand you can get. Yeah. All races, all sexes, all ages. Like, anyone and everyone has always been welcomed there. Yeah. We all, They always had shades for everyone. everyone. Yeah. It was literally, even for me, I'm fair, but every line is pink. And I'm, but I'm very yellow. Like That's my dad's part Cuban. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. I've got some yellow on my skin. So Mac was literally the only thing for me that would match my skin. Mm, right. So it was, I was so spoiled in that sense because when you work for an artistry line like that, yeah. right, it's totally different. And so the cost, shade range, mm-hmm. I mean, Kosis, there's brands, there are some great brands and a lot of amazing black owned mm-hmm. conscious brands. And so on top of that, it's, it's gotten tricky. Like, I remember seeing a post on Instagram. It was like, if you're into clean beauty, you don't wear masks. And I was like, what? What? I was like, hold what on. What is this? I was Why? like, what is happening right now? It was, 
And I don't follow, like, I follow a lot of friends who are makeup artists, but I don't follow, like, every conscious beauty brand. So I was kind of in a naive bubble. I was like, what is this? What's going on? And then some of my closer friends that are more have been in the clean beauty, conscious beauty space longer than me. They're like, hey, this is, like, what's happening with, like, a lot of it with QAnon and conspiracy theory. QAnon. And that is something I do not want to be connected Connected to. No, I was like, I believe in science. Right. It's so crazy how they can make that jump from, like, you know, the anti-maskers. Oh, if you're into clean beauty, you can't, like, how does, how do they make make that jump? What? Crazy. And then, I mean, a lot of these brands are, it's fear-mongering. That's another thing. It's all fear-based. Yep. Like, if you use this, you're going to, like, you're going to get so ill. Like, these kept, like these are so bad for you. Like, yeah, over time. And it's, about, again, about balance. I think when I first got into the space, I was, like, so overwhelmed by all of the knowledge. I was like, no, I can't use that. But now as, like, you come more into it, it's about lifestyle and balance with everything. Mm. Like, again, like I said, that L'Oreal mascara is not going to aggravate my illness. Right. Like, right, it's right. not going to it's not gonna kill you. People literally on Instagram are like, if you drink tap water, you will die. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> That's a little okay. aggressive. <laughs> like, so it's just, like, fear-mongering from brands is yeah. a big issue for people and a lot of people too when they started seeing people about like anti-vaxxing and saying COVID isn't real that they're like why am I trusting this person to help me with my health when it's such a polar opposite belief right. Right. so it's it's been really challenging for the green space I feel like this past year and just yeah I mean you got to do what's best for you exactly. in the long right. haul like exactly. no one's forcing you to do anything do your own research follow the brands you connect with same with like influencers like if you connect with that influencer then no one's forcing you to follow people right you know? so <laughs> It's having a moment. It has a lot of room for growth, for sure. I love that. Do you know about um, Juvia's Place? Is that a clean black-owned beauty brand? Ooh, I'd have to look into it. Okay. Um, I really, like, found that I love their line. Yeah. Because it does cater to those that are, like, mm-hmm. brown skin and stuff. But I don't know if I'm, like, is it worth buying more of this line if it's not actually, like you know, conscious or, yeah. yeah. It was really crazy because I researched clean beauty brands for months. I never, the algorithm never showed me mm. any of these black owned brands. And mm. I was pissed. Probably intentionally. It's, it's totally crazy. Mm. I was like, why? These are amazing brands. Like range beauty is one of my favorites. Right. <gasps> oh, they're in target right. now. Range beauty and mented are also in target, which oh, is amazing. I know of mented. Oh. Yes. Mented. Yes. When I find, I was like, amazing I don't have to mix colors to mm-hmm. make lipsticks and lip liners like match for my darker clients because mm-hmm. I'm a makeup artist so it's easier for me I can mix and concoct and yes. make concoctions for everybody and range beauty like they have a super dark transparent powder not rocket science yeah I needed it for my kit and yeah. I can use it on bra for bronzer for like my lighter clients uh-huh. you know so like they're really great um black and green is kind of like a full lane but black owned business okay mm-hmm. so black, black and green, green all conscious brands that are all owned by either black women. Um, my friend Tony in Boston, his Creo skincare, every ingredient is like from Sarah Leone. Like he, his skincare is killer. He does a lot of CBD oils and he'll send me product and we test and chat. And he's got amazing skincare and he just started this past like year and a half. So it's been so great to like see him grow. Yeah, um, awesome. He's had skin issues and started his own skincare line. So there's so many great black owned brands and we need more of that. We need shades for everyone. Right. Makeup artists. You need to know how to do, you know, makeup for yeah. all skin types. 
Alrighty, well, Kendra, thank you so much for coming by today. We had an amazing episode. Yes. So you, fun. Yeah, thank we you. took a lot away from this conversation. Um, before we close out, really quick, plug yourself so that the people can find you. Oh, yeah. I'm on Instagram. It's Kendra.lspringer. <laughs> yeah, come follow for tutorials, product stuff, questions, shade matching. I love it all. I'm here to help. Awesome. Well, this whole conversation was definitely the way. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We've got a man coming in. Bring it up. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the way. Catch you next week. Same time, same place. Follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace.